A friend of the Kentucky woman arrested for shooting her two young sons, ensuring they wouldn't survive, says Tiffany Lucas had an unpredictable nature and could flip a switch when mad. A neighbor found two boys, ages six and nine, inside a bedroom of the family's home covered in blood. A gun was reportedly found nearby. The boys were rushed to a hospital in nearby Louisville, Kentucky, but both died. Lucas was arrested and charged with two counts of murder. The friend, who recently spent time with Lucas and the boys on Halloween, says she believes Lucas had a dark side and said she would, quote, go off when angry. Lucas was previously jailed on drug charges. A judge declared her a danger to others and set a $2 million bond. I'm Antoinette Levy, and this is Crime Fix. The man already convicted of killing his own wife and son wants another one of his trials delayed until next year. Alec Murdoch is supposed to go on trial later this month for orchestrating a scheme to steal millions from the family of his late housekeeper. You'll recall that case. We covered it a lot here on Law and Crime. But Murdoch says there's no way they'll find an unbiased jury in Beaufort, South Carolina. So he wants the trial moved. Murdoch admitted during his trial for the murders of his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul, that he stole $4.2 million in insurance money that was meant for Gloria Satterfield's sons after she slipped and fell on the front steps at the family's estate and died. I stole money that was not my money. I misled people that I shouldn't have misled, and I did wrong. Murdoch's lawyers say they've received 167 questionnaires back from jurors, and in 147 of them, all of the jurors said they knew something about Murdoch and his criminal cases, so they want the trial delayed until 2024. They're also asking that the South Carolina Supreme Court remove Judge Clifton Newman from all of Murdoch's cases. Murdoch is also asking for a new trial altogether, claiming the clerk of court in his double murder trial tampered with the jury. It's a claim clerk Becky Hill denies. The trial on the Satterfield case is scheduled to begin later this month, and we'll keep you posted on what happens. Another family torn apart by violence, a 36-year-old Florida man was arrested, accused of killing his mother and her boyfriend inside their RV. Thomas Maychek is charged with second-degree murder, not premeditated murder, in the deaths of Patricia Maychek and her boyfriend, Sean Harris Sr., The killings, which the sheriff's office called very gruesome, happened October 10th. A neighbor called 911 to say she heard a lot of screaming from a woman at the RV park and that the woman was screaming for help. When first responders got there, they found the couple lying on the floor dead. The first deputy on scene said he saw a man running away. Deputies were able to find that man, who's been identified as Thomas Maycheck, at a shopping center parking lot. Unfortunately, this is not the first time this suspect is accused of having been violent with his mother and her boyfriend. Earlier this year, Maychek was charged with burglary with assault and battery after forcing his way into the trailer where his mother and Harrison lived and allegedly assaulting Harrison, then throwing his mother to the ground. He also allegedly stole their cell phones so they couldn't call police. Maychek is being held without bail. In Idaho, family and friends are still grieving the loss of four students. They gathered Monday night to remember four of their classmates who were murdered a year ago off of the campus of the University of Idaho. They are all praying for healing. Hundreds of students gathered on the lawn of the school in Moscow with candles. Many knew Maddie Mogan, Kaylee Gonsalves, Ethan Chapin, and Xander Kernodal. Maddie was bright. She was bright in every way that a person could be. 
Haley Gonsalves had a contagious laugh. I mean, you could hear it in the other room. It was so unapologetically her. I miss this laugh every day. Maddie, Kaylee, Ethan, and Zanna were found in a house near campus, stabbed to death exactly one year ago, six weeks after the murders. Brian Koberger, a 28-year-old PhD student at Washington State University nearby, was arrested and charged with the murders. The judge entered a not guilty plea for him earlier this year. As the court process moves slowly but surely, the students at the university are focused on their friends and remembering them. Everyone strive to be a little more like Santa, a little more vibrant, adventurous, kind, outgoing. And that's just who E was, the life of the party, always optimistic, always looking for excitement, the type of person to pick you up when you're down. A trial date has not yet been set for Koberger. He faces the possibility of the death penalty if convicted of the four murders. Another major story that law and crime has been following for years is connected to a family murder plot that's been unraveling in Florida for years now. Donna Adelson, a 73-year-old grandmother, is now charged with helping plan the hit on her ex-son-in-law, Dan Markell, in 2014. Police nabbed her Monday night at the airport. Tallahassee attorney Tim Jansen broke the news on the Surviving the Survivor podcast. My understanding, she was boarding a flight to Vietnam through Dubai, I think like an eight o'clock or something flight with her husband. And the FBI agent, Pat Sanford, on this case, arrested her. And they took her in custody. I'm sure she was on a no-fly list because my understanding, when they talked to Jack Campbell, he said they had to hurry and make their decision because of her flight and that they had looked into expedition with um, Vietnam. It's very complicated and very long process. So it sped up their process. So they decided to arrest her. Donna Adelson's arrest wasn't completely unexpected, of course. Wiretaps played during her son Charlie Adelson's trial were not good for her and clearly showed she knew about the crime and was involved. Prosecutors say the Adelsons wanted custody of the two boys Donna's daughter, Wendy, shared with Markel. Wendy is Charlie's sister. Donna appeared in court briefly in Miami-Dade County Tuesday and will be back in court where the judge made a bit of a joke about the arrest at the airport. Okay, so you want to hear something funny though? She looks like a lady that was on my airplane yesterday. The grand jury will meet in Tallahassee on Wednesday. Donna Adelson is now being held without bail, and she'll be back in court later this month. Now to another murder case that's also looking like a family affair. TikTok videos are giving us a closer look at Sam Haskell, the son of a Hollywood power agent charged with killing his wife and her parents. Shout out to Christina for wearing that rose gold. Girl, yes! Sam Haskell hadn't posted on TikTok since March. His last video was of a flowering tree with the message soon with what looks like Asian letters after it. Prosecutors in LA say they now have evidence that shows Haskell murdered and dismembered his wife, May, and her parents. Meanwhile, Haskell does not seem well in those TikTok videos if you watch them. He's the son of former Hollywood agent Sam Haskell, who's produced hit movies with country music legend Dolly Parton. Haskell is being held without bail in Los Angeles. California, of course, has its fair share of high-profile murder cases. Remember the O.J. Simpson case from the 90s? Well, one of the prosecutors from that case, Christopher Darden, is now running for judge, and Judge Lance Ito is backing him, despite holding Darden in contempt during the Simpson trial. 
take a look. Mr. Darden, let me give you a piece of advice. Take about three deep breaths, as I'm going to do, and then contemplate what you're going to say next. Just a little blast from the past there for you. Ito was upset over a comment Darden made during a sidebar about Johnny Cochran's cross-examination of one of the lead detectives on the case. I've cited you. Do you have any response? I would like counsel, Your You can have counsel. Darden and Ito both later apologized to one another, cooler heads, of course, prevailing. Back then, the two had known each other for years, so it appears there are no hard feelings. Darden's website lists Ito as a judge endorsing him in his bid for judgeship. Darden was the one who suggested O.J. Simpson try on that bloody glove found at his home, leading to that famous line, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Simpson was acquitted of the murders of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ron Goldman. Now, this is a story that's absolutely going to send chills down your spine. It's incredibly disturbing. A Mississippi man is behind bars after allegedly following a woman into her home and stabbing her more than 50 times. Gulfport police responded to the home in the middle of the afternoon on November 8th, finding the woman with stab wounds all over her face and body. Authorities say Nicholas Unger came to the home and got into an argument with the victim outside. He then followed her into the home and attacked her. The woman is still in the hospital, but is reportedly in stable condition. Unger is jailed on a $250,000 bond and faces an aggravated domestic assault charge. Absolutely frightening. And now another apparent domestic dispute, this one involving animal cruelty. A 20-year-old Indiana man was arrested over the weekend after he allegedly killed his girlfriend's pet rabbit. Yeah, you heard me right. He then reportedly told her she would be the next to die. The victim told police she was in an apartment with Jonathan Cotroche when she went to take a shower. When she came out, he told her her rabbit was dead. At first, he claimed it was an accident, but then he later said he did it intentionally and the rabbit had to go. An officer reportedly found the rabbit in a dumpster outside of the apartment. Quatroche is charged with one count of animal cruelty and one count of intimidation. He posted a $10,000 bond and he was released. More disturbing evidence was found in Utica, New York, when someone called 911 to say they thought blood was leaking into their apartment through the ceiling. Absolutely crazy. When the officers went upstairs, a man came out reportedly covered in blood. Police found another man dead in a bathtub. The suspect was identified as 24-year-old Colton Schaefer. An affidavit accuses Schaefer of shooting Nico Rayton twice in the head, then stabbing him in the torso, face, and neck. Schaefer faces charges of second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. Investigators say there could be more charges in the future. So far, police have not released a motive, but say the two men were associates. Police say a Pennsylvania man killed more than two dozen horses when he set fire at a New York casino racetrack. New York State Police say Boyd Fenton of Athens, Pennsylvania, was charged with arson, burglary, criminal mischief, and assault. A barn fire was reported at Tioga Downs Casino Resort on November 9th. Authorities believe Fenton intentionally went into the barn and set the place on fire. One person trying to save the horses had second-degree burns and was taken to a hospital. Fenton was arraigned Monday and sent to jail. So far, police have not shared a motive. 
And finally, police believe arson was also the cause of a massive fire on the other side of the country that's having a huge impact on California drivers. A vital section of the I-10 freeway in Los Angeles is closed indefinitely. The fire started Saturday in two storage lots underneath the highway. Construction materials there went up quickly, spreading the flames up to the road. Right now, inspectors are trying to assess whether there's major structural damage to that freeway. Governor Gavin Newsom says investigators are trying to figure out if there is just one suspect or if more people are involved. And that's your crime fix for today. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Anjanette Levy, and we'll see you next time.